Hey guys, this is Ian with Becoming Someone Podcast. Okay, got some good news, some good information to spill out. So, firstly, the last couple weeks have been more stressful than normal. They've been more difficult than normal. Uh, and I think that's a great reason to kind of start sharing my thoughts. So, oh, where do I begin? Um, one of the things that I think has been has undermined a lot of confidence and momentum um, I've maybe picked up or tried to pick up in my tennis career uh, over the years has just been this kind of constant search for um, looking for what's the right thing to do, um, what's the next thing. And oftentimes it feels like I, I take three steps forward and then two steps back and then three steps forward and then you know five steps back, all that type of thing. I, I think I've said in my last podcast, but it's become pretty clear to me that I've got to work on my movement and I've got to work on being able to hit the ball in matches uh, with with penetration and power. And I know everybody listening isn't a tennis person, and I won't get too much into details. But I say that to say is, so much of this is an inner game of confidence and momentum. And one of the things I'm learning in the journey is that you've got to be flexible. You have to be flexible to where things are taking you, Right. So for me, I had a last, last weekend, I had a rough tournament, um, two, three hour matches on a Saturday since then physically I've been struggling to recover. So you add that on top of just, you know, on court, uh, maybe not feeling like I'm, like I'm hitting the ball performing quite the way I want to. It's, it's felt like I had this fast paced momentum when I first got here and it started to kind of tail off or tip off if you will and the reality is a lot of times when things get boring when things get a little bit more monotonous we stop seeing explosive changes or we we start to realize that we're on a much longer journey than maybe we initially thought we were it's easy to get discouraged and give up and one of the things i've been been paying attention to is is how i handle stress right how do i handle when i'm stressed Oh boy, um, not as well as I want to. I can definitely get better at it. Uh, I usually handle stress like most people. You know, I, the anxiety comes, the uncertainty comes. It isn't as obvious when we're stressed to think about solutions. It isn't as obvious when we're stressed to focus on the things that make us confident, the things that are going well, the things that we're good at, right? Today, I was just getting really anxious because I had some stocks that I'm invested in. They were going against me and, you know, I invested a little bit larger than I should have, blah, 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 down some money. And, you know, it was just kind of one of those things where I realized the stress didn't come because I was losing. The stress came because I wasn't executing my plan properly and I felt I felt bad because I made a mistake. And so what I'm starting to learn with with a lot of this stuff is it's not so much when things when things aren't going well a lot of it is when we're making mistakes according to our definition and so what i'm really realizing is that handling stress in a lot of ways is how do you handle a things you can't control and b when you make mistakes how do you handle when you make when you messed up right um, there can be a belief system that when you mess up, you deserve something bad to happen every time. Or there can be a belief that when things aren't in your control, then that means things are negative. 
and I'm not an expert on this. I'm just just kind of relaying my own mental environment and realizing that managing stress is, of course, managing focus. But it's also starting to understand that the reason you've got to manage your focus is because when you're stressed, aka when there's things you can't control or when you've messed up, the key to handling that situation is framing it in such a way, aka your focus, framing it and shining a certain angle of light on it that allows you to take the next best steps, right? So for example, for me, losing money, I had to frame it to myself and understand, hey, you're down X, Y, and Z, but you can make this up. You're only down this much and you can get that back, right? I had to frame it to myself in such a way to say is, you made, you made a mistake, but that's part of the learning process. You won't make this mistake again. I had to frame it to myself in such a way where I wasn't just, just tearing myself apart and tearing my confidence apart and saying, hey, Ian, you knew you shouldn't have done this. Why'd you do this? Blah, 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 blah. I made a mistake. I can overcome my mistakes. I can make my mistakes work for me. I can turn even my mistakes into an opportunity for my success. That's how I want to start seeing my mistakes. Okay, and I'll gloss over that. The second thing being, what, what do you do when you can't control the things you need to control? My answer is the same thing as when do you feel, do when you feel uncertain? You focus on the things you are certain of. Example, am I certain that I'll be a successful professional tennis player? No. Am I certain that I'm going to do my best? Yes. If I focus too much on the uncertainty of not being a professional tennis player or if I will, then that will make me feel distracted and lukewarm and half-hearted about doing the things necessary. Somebody who's thinking about whether or not they're going to make it isn't waking up an extra hour early. Somebody thinking about whether or not they're going to make it isn't doing the extra gym work, isn't stretching, isn't putting in the extra court time, isn't going out to hit serves. They're not putting in the work, right? Lukewarm people don't put in the work. And one of the, the, one of the big aims I have for just my mental, my mental toughness is I don't want to be lukewarm about things. I want to be all into the things I need to be all into. And I need to be all into my tennis career. If nobody else around me cares, if everybody else around me see, has a different picture of me, a different vision of what things could be, I know the vision I want. I know the vision that's possible for me. And that vision is going to require nothing less than my absolute best. So if I'm having a nutrition problem where it's like, man, I'm not eating enough. That's why I'm getting really tired or I'm dehydrated. I'm going to fix that immediately. I'm going to do whatever it takes and everything it takes to get my butt back on the court so I can work as hard as possible. And so that I can achieve the goals that I have for myself. I'm not going to be half-hearted. I'm not going to have the same schedule as everybody else. I'm going to continue to outwork everybody else who's ahead of me or behind me or whoever else. And I've got to be like when you're pursuing a dream, you've got to keep the iron hot. And uncertainty is the, one of the biggest ways I see the iron cool down. People become uncertain of themselves and they stop doing the extra stuff. They stop doing the extra stuff. The key is it's not about certainty about an outcome. It's about certainty about execution. The thing I'm certain the most of is that I'm going to improve and do better. I'm going to be better and better and better and better and better. And I'm going to keep being better. I don't know what the results are going to be. 
but I know I'm going to be better, better, and better. And I know that when you're better, 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 you get good results. I'm going to get the best results I can possibly get. Let me put it that way. Then those results from tennis may or may not be the results I've wanted, but they're going to be the best ones I was physically, mentally, emotionally capable of. And I'll tell you guys a secret. I think, I believe, if I get my movement down, if I get my body where it needs to be, and it's not too far off, and if I, I can really strike the ball like a pro, I think I can be world number one. Now, I think it's going to take me three years, maybe more, but I think I can be world number one. You say, well, why, Ian? How, how, wh- why would you believe that you could do it? And, I, and I'll answer you honestly, because I think I'm the toughest son of a gun out there. I think I'm tougher than those other tennis players. I think I'm tougher than all of them. I think I want it the most. I think tactically, I think sharply, I think effectively, and I think quickly. I think I have what it takes to be dominant in tennis. I have a couple, I have years and years of momentum lost from time off from tennis. I can make that up. It may start slow, but it will compound. And the compound effect will make me an absolute terror on the tennis tour. I think that once I get my game where it needs to be, and all these things come together, and it will take me a few years, I think I will be, I will be a story for the decade when I make it on the tennis tour. That's what I believe. That's my prediction. Now, the key and what I'm talking to you guys a lot about is not so much just that fiery statement, but how do you maintain that type of heat, that type of belief every day? And the key is you've got to continue to grow your skill of managing stress, right? And managing focus. Because the thing is your focus will energize whatever you're focusing on. And stress will take you away from it. So you got to manage stress to frame everything to conform to that statement you just said or I just said. Every event in my life has to be conformed to be obedient to that statement. I will. And everything else in my life has to conform to be obedient to that statement. Everything I do, every thought that I think, every breath that I breathe has to be towards that goal. And being better, better, better means being better equipped, being better in acting um, in congruence with that goal. I'm speaking deep tonight. I'm speaking deep. Um, I had a cup, tough couple of weeks. It was tough to play poorly, then tough to come back and be physically exhausted, not understand why, blah, blah, blah. My best theory so far is I'm not eating enough. Fine, I'll eat more. I'll hydrate better. I'm stretching much more, so I'm doing what I said there. Um, I'm balancing my life with you know making relationship calls, keeping up with people, that type of thing. Like I'm doing all the, a lot of the little stuff I told myself I told you guys that I would do. And now the key is I've got to start facing these demons that I've never over, that I haven't yet overcome. And I know they're going to transform everything about how I do life and everything I see as a result of my life. Last little thing, the best response I'm seeing towards when great things happen is gratitude. More than just a boost of confidence, more than just a boost of narcissism or self-congratulations. When great things happen, I just say thank you. Just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Nothing 
nothing makes me nothing makes me more serene and balanced than when I'm grateful. Than when I'm grateful. So every single day I just want to stay grateful and I want to stay focusing on the things that make me grateful and that make me powerful. All that to be said, thanks guys for listening. I'm going to keep getting better. Tomorrow I plan to uh, have kind of a half day. So in the uh, probably I'll take probably take the afternoons off, but um, I will come and write out a better plan for just uh, the, the schedule I want to make for podcasts, how to be a bit more organized with my podcasts, making more YouTube videos, making more posts, all that. That's kind of my project for this weekend. All that being said, I'm going to start putting out more content. I'm going to start talking to the world more and in a more uh, organized way. But I hope somebody somewhere can glean some thoughts from from what I'm saying. And yeah, can't wait to get after it.